Hey, where's your outlet? So I could plug you in on this week's episode of Smiley Said It. Today's date is December the 21st, 2020, and it is Monday. Welcome back, you guys. So today I will be going over celebrity news, of course, and a little bit of politics here and there, but also we're going to talk about some insights on life, you know? Hey, you can always talk about life and what we can improve in our lives, so why not do it? Anyways, let's dive right on in. Here we go. Hey guys, welcome back. A lot has been going on. I'm sure you guys know that because we all have access to the internet. People have been acting a fool on the internet, child. Oh my. <laughs> so today's episode, um, when it comes to celebrity news, I'm going to be talking about Lizzo, Vanessa Bryant's mother, um, the baby and Danny Lee. B. Simone, aka Bird Simone, Whitney Houston's biopic that's coming out, Cupcake the Rapper, and a few other people, JT from the City Girls, the Megan Thee Stallion, and Asian the Brat, drama going on over here on the internet streets. But nevertheless, let's get right into it. Let's start with the song, Yikes, because Nicki Minaj is minding her business, you know? She's a new mom, as you guys know that, and she's staying out of all of this mess <laughs> with the girls. The girls are fighting. The girls are fighting. Shout out to Azalea Banks. <laughs> I just love that Nikki minds her business, and you know she's a new mom and a wife, so she ain't got time to be looking at the young ones beefing over nothing. I'm pretty sure she looks online and sees everything happening, but she ain't saying nothing. She shouldn't, right? She's a queen. The queens don't step down off their throne to let the peasants know, hey, remember whose time it is to serve, right? Woke up the press of coke up. I just hit him with the low cut and call my folks up. Somebody about to get poked up. Go call a tow truck. All that talking out your neck might just get your throat cut. Ooh, this a Mack truck, not a black truck. When we move, tell them back up. Click, click, clack, duck. Hella bands, pull them stashed up. Super facts up. All you bitches Rosa Parks, uh-oh, get your ass up. Yikes. This whole thing is yikes with JT and Young Miami and Megan Thee Stallion and Asian DeBrat. What's her name now? She done changed it. I think it's Asian DeBrat. Whatever. <laughs> These names are out of control. The mulattoes, the light-skinned quiches. Uh, ooh. I only one I like really is Rico Nasty. Her name is different. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. Um, and Cupcake. Cupcake is pretty cool, the way how she spells it. But anyways, let's dive right onto the mess, shall we? Let's start with um, B. Simone. Um, so lately, she's been in the news again. I-, I don't know why. She just doesn't know how to, you know, just not take an L. <laughs> like I said on my Instagram story. The girl just doesn't know when to keep her mouth shut. She's very embarrassing to me. So let's, let's get into it. According to AlanaBlackStar.com, uh, <laughs> celebrity news, Latin bitches already have the upper hand. 
Issa Simone's comments about Danny Lee dating rapper DaBaby rubs fans the wrong way. So let's read the article. So on December 18th, which is, you know, a few days ago, B. Simone is facing back backlash for her recent Latin remarks on Instagram Live. The comedian jokingly, is she a comedian though? All right, whatever. The comedian jokingly said that she felt Latinas had the quote unquote upper hand when addressing the rapper DaBaby and Danny Lee's relationship. The Wild and Out star, who formerly had a crush on the rapper, stated there were no hard feelings on the December 16th recording regarding the couple's dating announcement earlier this month. She commended Danny Lee on Mark timestamp 712 by saying, the bitches fly. I'm not a hater. She is fucking beautiful. She's Latin. Latinas. Bitches already have the upper hand. They speak two languages. And the fucking spiciness is in your blood. Yeah. Okay. This is going to be hard when to get through. Um, Isamone added that she felt she was at a disadvantage because Latin women were born attractive. What? Uh, okay, let me save my comment afterwards. Um, they come out of the vagina sexy. How are you sexy at two? Bitch, you're a fucking infant. Why are you walking around in diapers sexy? I had to grow into my sexiness, bitch. I'm still working on it. Yeah. <clears throat> the comedian further elaborated that the quote-unquote easy singer's uh, quote-unquote toned body is another reason why baby claimed her. Well, Danny Lee gained weight, so I don't know what she... Okay. Regardless of the post-meeting, many criticized B. Simone for belittling her features because they felt it could potentially give other people from different races a pass to disrespect a Black woman. Someone uh, mentioned, quote-unquote, no other race of woman gets on camera to put down the features of her race to elevate women of other races. Some Black women are just embarrassing, man. B. Simone, you are a fucking clown. Somebody else said, women like B. Simone make people so comfortable disrespecting black women. How are we going to win if people on a boat drilling a hole in it when we not looking? Somebody else said, B. Simone downplaying the fuck out of blackness. She keeps talking about how that Danny girl, <laughs> that Danny girl <laughs> is this and that. Pretty much saying she better because she's not black. Somebody else said, B. Simone is, literal, is a literal idiot. You're degrading yourself saying Latin women have the upper hand because the baby's dating that normal looking girl, no shade, girl gets some self-esteem. Somebody else said, I didn't like that video of B. Simone gassing Danny Lee up for being a light-skinned Latina and how the baby upgraded with Danny Lee instead of being with a black woman as herself. Danny Lee ain't no different than any other attractive woman you see online. That's true. The following day, B. Simone responded to the negative feedback by posting a lighthearted video captioned, Seems like Sari is confused too. Let me ask Alexa. The comedian also added that Sari, who was portrayed by actress Natalie Friedman, has her fucked up. She began, I was going to dress this shit, but here it fucking goes. The generation is so fucking stupid. That's y'all think it is a trend. It's true. If it trends, it's true. The comedian then <laughs> enacts a sketch where she asks Sari who the baby's girlfriend is. Initially, Siri says B. Simone, but after experiencing a glitch, the iPhone's voice assistant changed the answer to the beautiful, the thicker, the Dominican mommy, Danny Lee. I don't, okay. 
The comedic sketch didn't go unnoticed by Danny Lee. The 25-year-old show B. Simone. <sighs> Danny Lee's 25? Okay. B. Simone is like 30, I believe. Yeah. B. Simone's 30. Um, some love by reposting the video on her page by the caption, crying emojis. My baby girl, she a real one for show. Laugh my ass off. Ooh, that's embarrassing because Danny Lee didn't even be like, yo, you're, you're a beautiful black woman. You shouldn't feel this way. She was just like, you're a real one for show. So she, she agrees. <laughs> that is embarrassing y'all. But let me continue. The wild out star returned the appreciation by commenting. I'm bowing out gracefully. Siri tripping though. I think I need a new phone. You know, we already talked about it. She faced backlash earlier this year for plagiarism. And she just can't stop taking it out. So let me get into this. All right. I'm going to play the audio, actually. Hold on. I wasn't going to address it, but here it goes. This generation is so stupid that y'all think if it trends, it's true. Y'all think I don't see the blogs in the comments? I've been in the blogs all of 2020. Y'all want to know the truth? Y'all want to know what's really going on? Siri knows the truth. Siri, who is the baby's girlfriend? The baby's girlfriend is the world-renowned comedian B. Simone, <laughs> who always says "baby girl." Manifest it like like Thank system you. glitching. It appears the baby's girlfriend is the thicker, what? the beautiful, huh? the Dominican mommy, Danny Lay. Hi, she cute. But would you like me to play the song easy while you punch? So fine. Would you like me to restock your coloring? Alright, so play with me. I'll call Alexa. Would you like me to locate a surgeon for your BBL? You're gaining weight. You're gaining Okay, so the other video clip of B. Simone is this one. Y'all gotta know the truth, so y'all can stop asking me. Danny is cute, she beautiful, she blonde, she, she can sing. She young. What am I missing? Stop crying, I'm sad. I'm 
Okay, y'all get the fucking point. Um, so let me let me get let me let me just unpack this. I'm gonna just go out of order with this, but the reason why Danny Lee can afford to buy her family a house in Dominican Republic is because the housing in Dominican Republic isn't the same value market as it is in America. That's number one. Number two, Danny Lee makes more money than you, right? Number three. That is called privilege. As a black woman, I believe uh, B. Simone is worth about a million and some change, you know, if that. But you're comparing apples and oranges economically. We already know that a lot of immigrants come here, capitalize, and then send money back to wherever the fuck they came from. No offense, but it's true. So she worked her ass off, I'll give her that, and she was able to send her money back to where the cost of living is different and capitalize off of it. B. Simone, you can't do that here in America as a black woman. I believe, yeah, B. Simone is black American. Yep, looking right now, B. Simone is African-American ethnicity. Uh, she was born to a homemaker mother and her father was a pastor. There you go. <laughs> there you go. I'm not understanding why she decided to go out of her way to do all that capping. Listen, Danny Lee is a pretty girl. 
I do I do like a little bit of Danny um Danny Lee's music. I like I got four songs about on my, you know, on my phone. But I mean the whole Latinas come out, you know, out of the womb looking all pretty. That's not the case for every Latina baby. I've seen some Latina women that aren't subjectively, in my opinion, aren't that attractive. Beauty is subjective, isn't it? No matter what your nationality is, no matter what your ethnicity is, beauty is subjective, no matter what race you are. And there are also Afro-Latinas, right? There are Black Latinas in this world. It's as if they don't exist. <laughs> you know, like, what, what does that even mean? That is, and, and B. Simone, you're light-skinned, right? She's talking about, you know, the baby could yank her hair and not gonna come out because she got naturally curly blonde hair. My shit was fried when I tried to bleach my hair. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? It doesn't matter what hair texture you are. She most likely has a really good hairstylist. Maybe you bleach your own hair and that thing came out. Maybe you didn't process the bleach pro um, properly. There are different factors here, right? There are plenty of other black women that have bleached hair. I've bleached my hair from a hair salon. My hair didn't fall out because I got it professionally done. <laughs> my hair is bleached right now, but my roots are like growing like crazy. But hey, I had my hair bleached a few months ago and it's growing just perfectly fine. It's braided in now, but I don't, I don't understand. Why did she make it seem like she is, she, she is that girl, right? I have my own issues with B. Simone, but I'm not going to say she's ugly. She is beautiful. Her attitude, her, her, the way she thinks is very disturbing to me. She did all that capping for what? That is embarrassing. You're a 30 year old woman talking to a, talking about another 25 year old young lady. And she's like, oh, you know, she's young. She's this. But weren't you just talking about, you can get, you know, a high figuring man that makes a lot of money. You can't date no nine to five dude because you're that girl and a guy that's nine to five can't, you know, understand a girl like you, which can be valid. But at the same time, if you're going to hold yourself up to a standard, keep that same energy when you're comparing yourself to another woman. Danny Lee and her are two different types of women, literally. And you're you doing all this because of the baby? Ooh, girl, baby, you're 30 years old. Act like it. When that girl said, Dominicans already have the upper hand, in which way, baby? In which way? You're a black American in America. You, you got the upper hand. Literally, you're ADOS. You're American descendant of slavery. So that means that you are native on this land and you're over here worrying about somebody else and, and their ethnicity in America. Because they got curly hair? Not all Dominicans got curly, nice hair. Like I said, not all Dominicans are black. Not all Dominicans are white. And not all Dominicans have curly straight or, you know, kinky fro. Everyone is different. <laughs> Literally, everyone is different. And the fact, I think, you know what? I think that B. Simone already felt this way about herself as a black woman comparing to other Latinas before Danny Lee even came to the picture. I really feel that way because the way she was going off and talking about Latinas seemed to be an, an inner issue that she's had for a while, right? Because I've never looked at Latinas like that. Like they, they were my competition as a black woman, as a black American woman. 
There is no competition because we're not the same. I'm not, we're not, we shouldn't be fighting for the attention of an, another black man, by the way, period. That is, that is corny. That is so corny to me. So that was hard to listen to. She may have masked it as a joke, but that was real. That was very real. And her little friend that was kiki in trying to boost her self-esteem, I peeped it. You could dance too. You could sing too, you know? But she's a very fragile woman. At your age, you need to get therapy if you're not already in it. Seriously. That calls for therapy. Because you you really have low self-esteem. And that that was just, oh my God. Wow. <laughs> Danley can dance, she can sing. Nah, I wouldn't go that far, baby. You I, I wouldn't go that far. You probably can hit a better note than she can. I, I don't I don't understand the fascination with Danny Lee. She can dance, but she's not she's not no Tanache. She's not her. Right? But because you had a big crush on the baby, oh, this Latina came out of nowhere. So he chose a Latino over a black woman. His baby mama is a black, nice chocolatey skinned woman. Beautiful black woman. That's that's who he chose to have a baby with. He's still sleeping around with her. The baby is still sleeping with his baby mama while dating Danny Lee. Danny Lee don't, and that's the thing is, why would you want that? Why would you want a man that publicly went, you know, on Instagram and social media to say, hey, Danny Lee's my girl, but I'm still fucking with my baby mama because baby mama came out with the receipts. So why would you even want that? Why would you, he don't respect Danny Lee. That's why he's with her. Cause she's easy. Take it easy. Like the song that you were singing by Danny Lee and uh, Chris Brown. Yeah. Because she is easy. That is why he's with her. And if anything, Danny Lee should be offended because we already know some black men look at Latinas as being easy. And also some black men look at Latinas as being spicy and, 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 you know, easy to, uh, manipulate, but also they don't have a big mouth. You know, they're not angry black women. Da, 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 da. Didn't um Sin Santana come out and say that, you know, black men do treat Latinas better? Right? This whole thing is just dumb. Like we have as black Americans, we're we're we have our own concerns. And this is a the route you want to go down. Be Simone, really? That is bird behavior. That's why I said bird Simone. This don't make no sense. <laughs> I, I would never mark myself up against another woman. I don't care what her nationality, race, or what she looked like. You're supposed to be in your own lane. Always. You never should let another woman see you sweat. Uh, I'm going to end it on this. You know, if, if she lost weight, wore natural hair, you know, since she said that uh, Danny Lee, you know, is in shape and has a natural, body, you know, nice tight body and all this other stuff. And I'm like, Danny Lee gained some weight <laughs> since the last time I seen her. So I don't know what she's talking about. If anything, they're probably about the same size at this point. Right. What if you don't like something about yourself, change it. She says she can dance a little bit, get some vocal lessons and just be you. 
what what else is there to be hating um uh, hating on or she said she's not hating which is true but what else would you be praising this girl up for right you're 30 you can't change five years you know Danny Lee's 25 you're 30 so stay in the 30 year old's place why I, I just don't get it I just don't get it and you know tracks and stop wearing weaves if you want a man to appreciate your natural beauty, then show it. You can't then be like, oh, well, he appreciates her natural beauty, but you're not you're not presenting yourself in that light either as a black woman. You're wearing lashes, acrylics, and weaves, wigs, whatever. Then if, if you want a man to appreciate your natural beauty, then you have to show that more. You have to expose it more. You can't com- you can't compete with a natural looking woman and then you're over here dolled up in the, in the manner that you are. That that makes no sense. I love all types of looks. Y'all know me. I wear it all. But if I'm trying to attract a man to be a certain way, I have to act it. I can't be like, oh my God, he's over here with the, the natural curly hair. Girl, put some Bantu twist out knots and call it a day. I'm pretty sure you got some length. What are you talking about? I don't get it. <laughs> This is just immature. It's so immature. And Danny Lee's over there like, (laughs) that girl pays you dust. She didn't even give you the the time of day to compliment you and try to uplift you. Because anyone can see that you have low self-esteem. So I don't, uh, you're not winning by doing this. Who are you trying to attract this way? There are plenty of better men out there in your calabar that will appreciate you for who you are. I don't, I don't, I don't, it's, it's never that serious. I don't know what her fascination is with the the baby, but the baby is not that cute. He's not that attractive as a man when it comes to how he treats women. So what is the fight? Again, that's another reflection of your low self-esteem, baby. Pick it up. It's dragging. Moving along. Let's talk about Lizzo. Lizzo, Lizzo, Lizzo. Baby, what are we going to do about you? Hmm? Okay, so about six days ago, Lizzo responds after her 10-day smoothie detox draws backlash. I'm so proud of myself, according to USA Today. Lizzo is speaking up after videos she made documenting her 10-day smoothie detox drew backlash. The juice, <laughs> why they say it, the juice? <laughs> I get it, pun intended. Um, Singer, 32, took to TikTok on Monday to share her experience on going on a 10-day smoothie detox from Arthur J.J. Smith. In one of her posts, the singer wrote a disclaimer noting that she was practicing safe detox me- methods with a nutritionist and warned followers not to attempt the regimen without doing research. Lizzo also shared what she ate as part of the diet, which included green smoothies, apples, peanut butter, vegan protein bars, protein bars, and morning and night supplements, among other foods. In another video, Lizzo noted that day, days four, five, and six were the hardest, but she feels amazing after having completed the detox. It's great to reset your stomach and reset things, especially if you deal with gastro issues like I do. But I think I look great too. So period. According to the National Institute of Health, there isn't much evidence detox diets or cleansing programs actually remove harmful substance from the body. 
Nutrition and healthy eating expert Joan Salge Blake told USA Today in 2017 that while the idea of magically resetting, resetting the body with a juice cleanse is popular, the body can remove toxins and cleanse on its own. That is true. Lizzo's video steered controversy on Twitter with many defending the singer, not at people praising Adele for losing weight, but fucking on Lizzo for going on a detox. Somebody said, damn, y'all bully Lizzo for being fat and unhealthy. And when she tries to share her detox smoothies with you guys, you shame her even more for trying to get skinny. Y'all are annoying. Y'all are the problem. Somebody else said, y'all don't let Lizzo win. Half of y'all are obsessed with telling her she's unhealthy because she's a big girl. And the other half are mad because she decided to do a smoothie detox. Stop. Others, however, accuse the singer of promoting something that could be harmful to people with eating disorders. Okay. Detox is a gateway diet to eating disorders, somebody wrote. Somebody also said, Lizzo is totally welcome to do whatever she wants with her body. If she wants to lose weight, good for her. But doing it in a dangerous way that have been shown to cause eating disorders isn't the way to do it. Detox diet fads are extremely unhealthy and usually cause rebound gain. Somebody also said, Lizzo, a plus-side goddess who I consider my body-confident role model, is not promoting detox smoothies on Instagram, and I feel so betrayed. How do you feel betrayed? Okay. Um, hmm. Okay. If you have any history of disordered eating, stay away from these nonsense detoxes and cleanses. And if you don't have an eating disorder history, then they could just be your gateway to one, wrote the actress who added that she was once hospitalized after going on a long juice uh, juice fast. The actress from The Good Place, Jamila Jamil. And later, Lizzo responded to the controversy in another TikTok saying that the goal of her detox was not to lose weight. I did the 10-day smoothie detox, and as you know, I would normally be so afraid and ashamed to post things like this online because I feel like as a big girl, people just expect if you are doing something for health, you're doing it for like a dramatic weight loss, and that is not the case. Lizzo says she did the detox to reverse effects of unhealthy habits she picked up in November, a month she says stressed me the f*** out. As a result of the detox, the singer says her sleep, hydration, skin, and mental health have all improved. I'm so proud of myself. I feel and look like a bad bitch, and I think like that's it. I'm a big girl who did a smoothie detox, and I wanted to share that with you guys. I got exactly what I wanted out of it, and every big girl should do whatever the fuck she wants with her body. Hmm. Valid. So the thing about this girl, Jamila, I had to unfollow her because she is annoying. <sighs> she's very PC. She's a feminist. She's all, you know, that you can't say anything without someone like her coming out of the woodwork and being like writing like 500 paragraphs <laughs> in a comment section, addressing everything that didn't actually exist. And it's like, if you have an eating disorder, get help. Lizzo is not the person for you to tell you how to do anything, right? Get off of social media. If you have a disorder, this is not me being pessimistic and whatnot, but this is literally me being like, if you have an eating disorder, if you have any disorder, right? And for me, I'm taking a long break from smoking weed, right? If I see people on Instagram smoking weed, I'm not going to be like, oh my God, you guys have to consider that there are people that are trying to quit smoking. That's not their problem that I'm quitting smoking. They're going to do whatever the fuck they want to do. So this whole, oh my God, 
this is just irresponsible for people that are battling a, a, a eating disorder and you're, you're promoting it. How? She said that please do your research. And that she also said that she's working with a professional while she's doing it. So she already put a disclaimer. Literally, she put a disclaimer <laughs> that this is her. This is her body, her decision. This is what she's doing for her. And you mean to tell me that y'all couldn't comprehend that? And, and Jamila, you're going to make a, 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 a long paragraph on a post talking about this girl and how what she's doing is irresponsible? Ain't you from Britain? Keep your ass across the pond and mind your business, sis. Stop worrying about what the, what the fuck another black woman is doing. By the way, Jamila was born um, to an Indian father and a Pakistani mother. But yet, you over here came to, you know, you're, you're working in America as well. And you over here promoting Joe Biden, a racist, who literally fucking destroyed the black American community one by one. And so the fuck did uh, Kamala, who's also Indian American. Okay. You didn't care about the black American community when you were doing all that political performance shit. You weren't doing all that. You were like fi fucking finally when Joe Biden hurt, check her page out. Jamila, J A M E E L A, last name Jamil, J A M I L. She still got the post up with Joe Biden after it's been known that he was disrespecting, talking mad shit about. Black leaders in the community. She don't care about us. So I don't know why she's putting her foot in her mouth to even fucking say shit about uh, what the fuck Lizzo got going on as a plus size black woman. Mind your fucking business, lady. Mind your business. This is what I'm talking about. You got all these people worried about the fuck we got going on in our community, but don't know how to read the fucking room. Who the fuck are you? You're a skinny woman talking about this, right? Again, people out of line with her body. Mind your business. Stop, stop trying to, stop trying to police other people's lives, right? I, I can't stand when people do that shit. And you also promoted, um, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. So who are you to talk about anything? Gatekeeper. Oh my God. You, you people love to talk about shit that they don't know about. Be loud and wrong. She did all that for what? Let me let me read what she said. Hold on. She said on her Instagram page, You are all flooding my DMs about Lizzo. Back off. I'm not the punisher. Listen, I love that woman and I think she's a she pioneered fat acceptance more effectively than anyone else in the history of media. In spite of being more fat shamed than any other person in media, she was driven off Twitter by body shaming trolls and she only continued to push for body acceptance except especially on TikTok, currently the most problematic platform for eating disorder rhetoric and impossible beauty standards. Beauty standards are impossible everywhere. I hate to break it to you. Everywhere right? Everywhere. Maybe you should be talking about the parents that allow their kids to have TikTok in the first place that are battling eating disorders. Maybe you should be focusing on that campaign. How about that? Because you are policing Lizzo. Because you, you, you wouldn't mention it, that TikTok is the most problematic platform for eating disorder rhetoric, right? And then she goes on to say, however, it is still her choice to eat what she wants and get, and get bigger or smaller. She doesn't owe anyone anything. 
Thank you. So what is all this? And then she goes on to say, but there you go. When celebrities endorse lifestyle choices, it's important for them to be very clear about the science of what they are doing. So I just want to be clear with you. She was very clear with you and everyone else that she put a disclaimer saying, do your research. I don't, don't listen to me. Do your research. She then goes on to say, there was no such thing as an external detox other than maybe sweating, which is expression, not detoxing. Your kidney and liver are your tools of detox. The body is amazing and does this for you. When you cut sugar, caffeine, alcohol, processed foods out of your diet, you will always give those organs a break and therefore make their jobs easier, which may give you more energy. These are also things that attract water. So you will lose water when you cut them out. But this is very temporary. It's not weight loss. She said it wasn't for weight loss, girl. Oh my God. Oh. <sighs> Okay. She then goes on to say, once I did a long juice fast and was hospitalized with something called Herxheimer reaction, I was extremely ill. My body also went to panic that I was being starved. And as soon as I started eating, I gained all the way back and then plenty more. These These cleanses for me are always slippery slopes into eating disorders. They always make me afraid of food that is called orthorexia. So I'm going to suggest that if you have any history of eating disorder, stay away from these nonsense detoxes and cleanses. And if you don't have an eating disorder history, then you could just be, this could just be a gateway to get one. There is nothing wrong with eating lots of vegetables, fruits, and nutrition um, grains. These foods give you energy, but please have smoothies, juices, in addition to a full and balanced diet. Eat intuitively, not in a state of constant deprivation. Love you. Okay. There you go. I, <laughs> you know what? Social media is a weird fucking place. Of uh, uh, rainbows and fucking glitter, and everybody got to be so fucking cautious of every single thing. But nobody wants to take accountability for their own issues. Like Lizzo is literally taking accountable for her own self and doing what the fuck she wants to do. But here you come along. Talking about you're not the punisher. You clearly seem to be like you want to be one. You want to be that leader, that you are a social activist. I get it. But sometimes some people really go to the left where I'm like, okay, relax. (laughs) It is social media. We all know that social media is a toxic place. We all know that people implement their lives based upon what they see on social media, but they also do that shit in real life off social media too. So if you do have an issue, period, no matter what it is, you need to get your, you need to be responsible for your own help. Your own, like, I, I can't stress this enough. It was no different than when people were like on Nicki Minaj's ass, like, oh my gosh, she's this, she's that, da, 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 and kids. No, she's not responsible for what the kids do and watch. That's their parents' job. That's not Lizzo's job. That's not Nicki Minaj's job. That's not any black woman's job to make sure that these white kids are on TikTok implementing everything they see on a toxic platform to do something. Don't, don't do that. Don't do that. What what does she have to do with, even if that is uh, dangerous, right? Right? Lizzo is going to do whatever Lizzo wants to do, just like she said. So for people to come after her and being like, oh my God, this is so irresponsible. And they assume that she was doing it. Like she, she said, 
Y'all assumed she was doing it to do a dramatic weight loss, but she said, I was eating unhealthy in November and I just want to do a cleansing. I just want to wash some things out. Granted, it may not be the best way. Cool. That's been established. But the fact that people are going at her neck, you know what it is? I'm going to go there. People use Lizzo as a muse for entertainment. And when I say that, I don't mean in a good way, especially her white fans. Okay. I'm, I'm, go, I'm going there. What I think of is that people want Lizzo to be the mammy of entertainment as a big black woman. That's, that's what it is. They want to use her as an amusement piece because a lot of her fan base are gay and white. So I'm just looking at this from my perspective on the outside in. You know, Lizzo has been battling issues with her weight for a while now. And I just wish that she would just take a break from social media. Seriously. I hope that she's in counseling or, you know, seeing a therapist because it just always seems like she's breaking down online from all the pressure that she's going through and toxic positivity has did a number on this girl. So I feel like she doesn't even know what she wants in regards of like for herself and what identity she wants to have in the music place. Because if she does lose weight, say if she ends up being 150 pounds, will still people respect her like they respect Adele when she dropped her weight? Would they? Because that is her trope, being a, a endearing, you know, beautiful, big black girl full of positivity. And she has to uphold that image as a way to gain profit and fam her fan base because that's that's what she's known for. So if that goes away, will people still be there for her? Will people still be there for her as a black woman, as a black female talented artist, as they are for Adele? That's the question. And that's so messed up that like people really just felt the need to like put a microscope on this this lady. You know, she's what, like 32 or something like that? I'm just, I'm confused. 32? Yeah, 31 to 32. It, this is the time for her to focus on herself. And I really think she needs to take a break from the internet, period, altogether. And focus on herself, you know? It's just messed up. I don't know. I, I hope the best for um, Lizzo. I, I really do. Her mental peace is very important and is just as important as anyone else's in the entertainment industry. And it can be overwhelming. Like We all get that. But it's even worse for her because, you know, I've said it before. She's been doing some crazy things on the internet. You know, her ass being bare out and all this stuff to validate her confidence. And she doesn't have to do it. And what happens is you have the excuse of, well... Other petite girls can do it. In my opinion, it's not really cute when they do it either. You know, shaking your ass and all this other stuff. And just I was about to get into it. I was going to give my input about the whole girl twerking at that, um, that restaurant in Houston. How people were mad at the guy for how his delivery was. But he approached that young lady three times before he snapped. And then you have people being like, you can't talk to a black woman like that. You can't do this. You can't do that. Guess what? Everybody has a consequence. There are repercussions when you don't act right. No matter what your size is, no matter where you are, right? 
you people don't like accountability anymore. And yes, Lizzo does need to take some accountability for some of the things that she does, right? There's no boohoo story when it comes to some of her actions that she voluntarily does and dishes out, such as that. Constantly posting your ass shaking, doing all this other stuff. For what? And then you get mad with people and start calling you all these names. But yet you don't know how to handle it and shrug it off your shoulders because the next week you're going to be crying about it. So if you don't want the consequences, how about this? Get off of social media. If you don't want a black man telling a black woman to get the fuck out of his restaurant that he invested a million dollars in during a pandemic that he's trying to uprise, right? And try to keep an establishment at a classic restaurant and you want to make the excuse of, oh, well, he shouldn't be playing throw ass in a circle by DJ. You're a grown ass person. You should know how to sit the fuck down in a restaurant and control yourself. That ain't got shit. He can be playing anything. He can be playing too short. My ass is still going to be in my chair with my nice fine dining um, meal in front of me. I'm going to be bouncing you know, my shoulders, whatever, snap a little bit, toot, toot, you know, and keep eating. We got to stop making excuses for trash ass behavior. You get what I'm saying? Like, there's no way that anybody should be standing on anyone's furniture in a fine dining restaurant twerking their ass just because the DJ is playing a song like that. That makes, that, that shit is crazy to me, okay? He approached that lady three times. And, 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 and that, that it, no one cared about to talk about that part. They went straight to the point that he was like, you can get the fuck out. Y'all got to start respecting yourself. Y'all got to do, I don't see the problem with it. I'm sorry. Hey, no, like I, I told y'all before, nobody is off limits. Not even black women. We got to stop that whole, you can't do this to black women. No. If you want to be treated like a black lady, act like one. It's, it's that's just what it is. I hold myself to a certain standard. You're not going to see me twerking on my Instagram page because that's not the image I want to give out. Now, if I do twerk on my Instagram page, that is my image and I have that right to, just like anybody else. But be prepared to have people look at you a certain way. That's it. That's all. That's all. You can do whatever the fuck you want to do. But don't, don't, don't cry boo-hoo when years down the line, you're going to have a company that you really want to work for. I mean, hard trying to get to that job and they find that shit. You're not going to tell a high corporate job that finds out on your Instagram page and being like, but I'm a black woman. You should respect me. No, they can be like, huh? I'm just saying like, we have to start being accountable for our actions and what we put out into the universe and not get mad at how people receive it. Guess what? Lizzo, she's like, listen, listen, this is, this is, I told y'all to do your own research. She got that. Now, when it comes to the other stuff that she's been doing lately, she got to cut back if she, if she can't handle the criticism. That's the thing. People do things and they say, I can do what the fuck they want, but they can't take the heat. You're supposed to be able to take the heat because you already know what's going to come with it, right? I'm just saying. It, it, it just doesn't make any sense. Like, the owner of uh, True Kitchen and Cocktails, he defended his behavior on social media and he has so many people after him. As a black woman, I didn't understand it because I'm sitting here watching a video and I'm like, what did he say was wrong? If you can't abide by proper rules and regulations, get the fuck out. Yes, DJ could have played, you know, a classical music, whatever. Why would the DJ be there anyway? That's how he wants to run his restaurant. Fine. But where does it say to get on his actual furniture? Who knows how much that couch costs? And your dirty shoes, your dirty heels... How do you how do you make that a logic thing? Nobody wants to smell your butt cheeks twerking and clapping 
while in front of their, their $50 meal? Who would want that? There's no accountability. There's no structure. We let everybody do whatever the fuck they want, and then nobody can be held accountable. Nobody can say shit about it without shaming, without this, without that. Who? Okay, well, bring back shaming then. Maybe then people will start to have a little bit more respect for themselves in public spaces like that. No way. It is a time and a place for twerking, people. In, inside of a restaurant on top of someone's furniture that probably costs thousands, $20,000. Who knows? There's no place for that. That is disrespectful. It is. You treat someone's establishment with that type of disrespect, be prepared to be disrespected back. Because even after that incident, he, 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 it's still hard to get a reservation at um, this restaurant. Kitchen and Cocktails. I, I, I'm looking, I said, why are people making it seem like this man really just, you know, just started yelling for no reason. Yelling and cursing at the patrons are the opposite of classy. He's actually worse than twerking. How? That's his restaurant. <laughs> he wasn't just cussing at the patrons. He was letting the room know, if you pull some shit like that, Get the fuck out. Nobody stopped that girl. Nobody was like, uh-uh, don't do that. Everybody just let her do it and was laughing and recording. He, he, and they didn't even record or upload the part where he went over to that girl three times to let her know to stop. So now what? Right? And then once that was established, well, the DJ, it, people kept moving the goalposts. No, that young lady knew better. Maybe she didn't, but she, <laughs> the people that she was with, she didn't be like, chill. You're doing too much, sis. Like, no, 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 no. I bet she won't pull that shit off in a, a white uh, Michelin star restaurant. I bet you you won't. A Michelin star owned by a white owner can, can play the same song, have the same DJ, and you still won't do that shit. And you know why. Right? I'm so I don't I don't go with the I don't go with what everybody says. I think for myself. I have my own eyes. I have my own logic. I have my own brain. And I have common sense to know better. Uh what did what did Nini say in season six of Real Housewives of Atlanta? I you said, I said what I said. So, hey, I had people wanted to know my opinion on it. I thought I should just give it away, even though that was like about a week or two ago. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. It still stands. And that's that. Moving along, let's talk about Vanessa um Vanessa Bryant's um mother. Her crazy ass. So according to ESPN.com, Vanessa Bryant, widow of Kobe Bryant, condemns the lawsuit from mother seeking back pay support. Los Angeles Vanessa Bryant, the widow of Kobe Bryant, has denounced a lawsuit from her mother claiming she is owed years of pay for working as an unpaid assistant. And, and support promised by the basketball legend who was killed in a helicopter crash in January. Bryant assisted, uh, issued a statement Thursday saying her mother was trying to extort her, um, was trying to extort a financial windfall. The 48-page lawsuit filed by Sophia Urbieta Lynn, um, 68, claims that Kobe Bryant promised to take care of her for life. What? 
that probably was like, you know, he was probably at like a Christmas party. He was like, you know, I got you. I got you, Ma. You know, you'll be all right. Don't worry. He was not planning on dying in a helicopter crash. I don't think that was what he meant, but okay. All right. Unfortunately, Kobe Bryant's promise did not see the light of day as he is now deceased and Vanessa Bryant took each and every step she could to avoid and cancel all of Kobe's promises. The lawsuit claims asserting that Vanessa Bryant never intended to honor those wishes. Kobe Bryant, 13-year-old daughter Gianna, and seven others died January 26th when their helicopter crashed in the hills of Calabasas. Financial experts estimate Vanessa Bryant inherited control of an estate worth of up to $600 million. Vanessa Bryant's statement says she and her husband allow her mother to live for free in one of their properties on the Newport Beach coast, but never promised her anything or discouraged her from providing for herself. She was a grandmother who was supported by me and her son-in-law at my request, Vanessa said. She now wants to back charge me $96 per hour for supposedly working 12 hours a day for 18 years for watching her grandchildren. In reality, she only occasionally babysat my older girls when they were toddlers. Vanessa said that earlier this year, she began looking for a new home for her mother, and her mother gave a TV interview in which she claimed she was being forced out of her home and to return a luxury car. Even after the betrayal, I was willing to provide my mother with monthly support for the rest of her life, and that wasn't good enough, Vanessa said. She instead contacted me through contacted me through contrary to what she claims my phone number hasn't changed and demanded five million dollars a house and a Mercedes SUV. Oh God. Wow. Okay. So Vanessa's mom is trash. Um um I know that uh Kobe's parents were in the same line of you owe me, you know, and I'm gonna take over your state and I'm going to sell some of your shit while you're dead with your daughter and a few others. And I'm just going to be like, oh, well, it is what it is. You know, I don't know. These people just, these parents, you know, these days just be on, I don't, I don't even know. I, I, you know, just greed, greed will make people become villains and devils. I tell you, money and green and jealousy and all this type of trifling mess is just sad. So, so sad. That lady is still recovering. She lost her husband this year. And and as a mom, you're going to be like, oh, well, as a grandmother doing grandmother duties, living in a nice house, I should be, I should be, no, you're a grandma. You should love your grandchildren enough to be like, why would I charge? Why would I charge my daughter for doing what grandmothers do on a regular basis for free? I'm not understanding that. She had the leverage of working, like she said. Like Vanessa said, you could have worked. I wasn't stopping you. I wasn't preventing you from working. And you now want to come at me, your daughter, and, and file a lawsuit? Wow, that is trifling. See what I mean? People are horrible. And you'll have people like, well, she's a mom. She t-. No, no. That don't mean anything. She's a grown woman. She's a grandmother, right? The fact that she relied on her daughter to have a come up is disgusting to me. Very disgusting. If I was Vanessa, I wouldn't talk to her ass again. She would not be seeing my children. And that's that on that. Moving along.
So in hip hop news, uh, Megan Thee Stallion and the City Girls, JT and Young Miami, and uh, Asian DeBrat, uh, they have a beef going on, right? The girls are fighting, like I said earlier in the show. <laughs> so according to thesource.com, um, Asian Doll exchanges heated words with Megan Thee Stallion and JT over a song. This just came out today about six hours ago. So here we go. Asian Doll is not the biggest fan of Megan Thee Stallion and City Girls. Why are they still calling, Asian Do- <laughs> calling her Asian Doll when she clearly changed her name? But whatever. Asian Doll is not the biggest fan of Megan Thee Stallion and City Girls JT as of late. On, on, yeah. on Sunday, December 20th, Asian took to her Twitter to get some things off of her chest. In that effort, she targeted JT and Megan Thee Stallion. It all started after Asian revealed that she was taking she was taken off of Megan's track. Do it to the tip. Do it. Do it the tip. Do it the tip. Why would you name a song "Do It the Tip"? Okay, and replaced by City Girls. Uh oh. Now Megan Thee Stallion have been catching heat lately for being, you know, two faced and whatnot, but um. The article continues and it says, uh, she played her original verse on Instagram live. Ah, okay. The video of Asian doll playing her verse for Megan Thee Stallion's do it on the tip. I I knew it. So the source, whoever writing the source articles, please make sure you spell shit right. And please make sure that you get the titles and people's names right. God damn. So it is do it on the tip. Got it. That led to all this drama with JT and Young Miami today on her Twitter account. Let me see what she playing. Hold on. I'm about to play a song. All right. So that's just a clear. She played more, but I don't want to get copyright, whatever. Um, so following Asian's Instagram Live, JT responded on Instagram Live. This led to a back and forth tweets between the two rappers. And when I say back and forth, back, back, forth and forth. Shout out to Aaliyah. Um, they really went back and forth. Like it was like a whole bunch of tweets. Like they were just talking about I'm going to fight you. You talk too much shit. You know, the hood booger shit type of thing, you know. And JT speaks on Asian doll and do it on the tip on her Twitter, on her uh, Instagram live. So I'm going to play what she says. 
a bitch is mad because y'all feel like me and Carisha not deserving. If me and Carisha wasn't on doing on the tip, she wouldn't even jump tags on the internet trying to prove that she's a super rapper. That's all y'all try to do. Oh, y'all try to prove that y'all are super rappers. I don't get no, 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 JT. What she the reason why she did because Megan took her verse off, so she's like, I might as well play it for y'all on my social media page so y'all can hear what was supposed to be on the track with Megan and Stallion since y'all won't hear it. So here it is. So the fact that she took some type of way, JT, you looking really insecure, baby. You're looking really insecure. Well, we already know that she is, you know. Ever since her mugshot came out, she's been having to defend herself and her pretty status all up and through the all up and through social media. Right? If you're if you're a pretty girl, you wouldn't have to do that. But any woman knows when another woman is insecure. That's why I told people, stop letting other women see you sweat. Because as a woman to another woman, we we see it. You can't <laughs> you can't deny it. Insecurity has no leverage when it comes to this business and entertainment. It is out there and it's very clear and it will show whenever a female rapper is insecure or a female celebrity period, it will show. It will show even more when you're not a celebrity. I promise you, you can't hide your insecurities, ladies. You just can't. No matter how you try to spice it up or jazz it up or try to make it seem like, oh, I'm not jealous of that girl. No, you are. Just say it. Jealousy is an emotion. So it's okay to say, I feel this type of way about this person, whatever, whatever. It won't change anything. You won't look at it as being a weakling. If anything, you'll be looked at as being honest. Cool. You feel some type of way with this girl because she, she's better than you. All right, now what? All right, I'm going to press play. I'm going to continue what uh, JT had to say. Deserve it. If me and Carisha wasn't on doing on the tip, she wouldn't even jump tags on the internet trying to prove that she's a super rapper. That's all y'all try to do. Oh, y'all try to prove that y'all are super rappers. I don't give a fuck, bitch. I do that shit in my sleep. I'm a super rapper for real. And you don't never see me on here trying to motherfucking prove that I'm a super rapper. I a feature kill a bitch's catalog. Bitch, I, bitch, we carry this to 2021. We gon' let's talk about bookings and festivals. Something y'all bitches ain't got. Y'all always in somebody, bitch. Y'all always want to be on the internet being mad, trending for the wrong thing. I don't want to be trending on no motherfucking internet about being mad. Bitches, I don't motherfucking care. My bitch is mad because if you don't, if me and Sweetie, if you didn't care, you wouldn't have been posting this. Like, I don't... Whenever people say, I don't care, or I'm not bothered, or I'm good, I'm this and that, but yet have to go online to address it, there's no way I would give anybody my time. There's no way I would waste my my energy or any of that nature to address another person while saying, I don't care about this person, but because you're upset, and that's valid, that's okay. I don't know the beef, how far back the beef between JT and um, Asian Abrat doll, you know, been going through, but at the same time, you know, these ladies are too old. JT is my age. She's 28. I'm about to be 29 next month though, but that's even different. It's like, why do these girls act this way? It's just so ghetto. Ghetto. And I mean ghetto. Hood burger shit. What do y'all say? Straight up out the gutter. Hood. Why are y'all addressing each other over lyrics <laughs> this way? Now, the real people that got real beef is Cupcake and Suki. I'm going to get into that in a few, though. 
But listen here, JT, you, I really feel like you're a hater. I really feel like you're hating on uh, the girl. And I don't even care for Asian and Brat because Asian and Brat has some ignorant, very ignorant hood tendencies. I'm talking about, I like, I only date men that, that caught a body or two. I only, I don't care if that I'm wearing a Native American headdress and dressing up as Pocahontas for Halloween. Fuck y'all Native Americans. I dress how I want to dress for Halloween. It's just a costume type of ignorant shit. She's on that level. But on this, I, I have her back. Like she, she didn't do anything wrong. But somehow JT want to jump in the mix and defend Megan Thee Stallion. And Megan Thee Stallion now, girl, as <laughs> Megan Thee Stallion, I haven't followed the girl because I'm not liking where she's heading. You could tell she's young. She's like 24. Megan Thee Stallion is on some shady stuff. You know, she got people in her ear and Megan Thee Stallion wants to be the cool kid in high school all over again because she wasn't a cool kid in high school. I know that. I already know someone that went to high school with her. That's a real tea. So Megan Thee Stallion is trying to be that cool girl in the female hip hop industry where she's picking and choosing. If you're not a cool girl, I'm not going to put you on my track. I'm going to take you off because the city girls is popping more than according to her, Asian and Brad. Why would you take Asian and Brad? That, that verse that Asian and Brad just put out, that's popping. I like it. That was a perfect match with um, Megan Thee Stallion's style of how she raps, the beat, everything. That would have been amazing. I don't know what uh, City Girls versus, but City Girls, they, they rap like they're illiterate. I'm sorry. It is what it is. It seems like they got to think before they rap the next beat. It seems like they're hesitant to say the Listen. You had... <laughs> You have a you had a male write your lyrics for act up, you could get snatched up, whatever the fuck it is. Act up, whatever, the, the title of the name of the song, whatever. But City Girls, y'all not y'all y'all popular now. But from my understanding, y'all not that. Y'all, 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 y'all not, y'all not, <laughs> y'all not that girl. Same thing with Sweetie. All these female rap artists, they all sound alike. They talk about their vaginas. They talk about getting a bag, getting fluid out, all this stuff, all ignorant stuff. So there's nothing distinguishing each other from who's original, who's not, right? Cupcake is original, all right? Lake Lee 47 is original. Tierra Whack is original. Rico Nasty is original. Those girls are original. But this whole, anybody, like I said, like probably like five or six episodes ago, any woman can talk about how her, her vagina is juicier, wetter than the next. And it's still a vagina though. I'm over this vagina rap shit. I'm sorry. I, I'm maybe I, I've outgrown it. That's all. I've outgrown it. <laughs> I'm tired. It's just boring. Okay. What's next? What else you got? Besides your vagina and wanting Birkin bags and wanting to get flown out and wanting a high ball. I don't care. It's, it doesn't interest my taste and where I'm at in life. I've elevated beyond that fucking, you know, you got to do it. A man ain't this. If he don't do this for you, like, come on. And not now one of these uh, females that are in the rap industry are wifed up. 
to establish well-known man in the top 10% economically. Y'all just dating hood dudes. I like me a hood dude. And you're a baby mama now. Still rapping about your vagina close to 30 years old. Come on. Like, I'm just, you're not Nikki. Only Nikki can get away with that shit. Because it's Nikki. And Nikki just doesn't talk about her vagina, how wet it is. She talks about more real things. Maybe because she's from New York. Maybe the East Coast thing. I don't know. But this whole... Sweet ass, papa ass, pussy for a bad thing. He ain't do this for you, he the sucker. Like that whole thing is just tired. I, I need something else. Thank you for Cupcake for coming through with some real gutter rap shit. Thank you, Cupcake, for saving female hip-hop while Nicki Minaj is resting. Thank you. Anyways, let me continue on reading the article. Like, Asian the brat, let it go. You get on the internet weekly looking for drama to get posted on blogs. You've been salty for a while now, tweeted JT. Listen, Asian the brat never even mentioned the girl. <laughs> I don't even know where she gets off even coming for this girl like that. But the two then exchanged tweets that involved meeting for potential fight to Asian doll accusing JT of having relations with quality control music CEO P and more. Now, P is the father of, uh, um, what's her name? The other social media girl, uh, Instagram model. Um, <laughs> that's how irrelevant these girls are. Um, Lyra Watts, Lyra, Lyra, Gloria, whatever the fuck, Lyra, is that her name, Lyra? Yeah, Lyra Galore, I think that's her name. Um, Asian even called JT a fan, which JT agreed to, but it is now something of the past. JT even mentioned that Asian is mad at the wrong person. She referred to doll as salty sodium. That's corny. That is corny. That was 2017. Let it go. It's about to be 2021. But you still was a fan though, JT. That don't change anything. You know? That don't change anything. Y'all hoes. Hoes. See? And what are you? Miss Scammer that was locked up for it. What are you? Right? Y'all hoes always mad at the wrong people, and that's a bad thing I'ma say. Cause for real, I don't give a fuck about none of this shit. You do though. JT even mentioned that Asian is mad at the wrong person, referred to doll as salty zone, what da da da. Um, hmm. I just don't. Young Miami stepped in to defend JT, but you're a mother, young Miami now. You're a young This is what I mean. It's just they're too old for this. As well, but had her own Twitter back and forth with Roland Ray from MTV Scaffish. Shout out to Roland Ray. Her. It's nothing. Her. Um, <laughs> in the midst of JT and Asian's Twitter beef, Megan hopped in to clear the air. Yeah, okay. I hate that all of this is getting so blown out of proportion. It was never as deep as the comments made to seem. But you should have addressed it publicly and said, we're good. That's it. Asian, you know... Uh, Asian Debrat and I are good. That way, so uh, the fans don't hype it up more than what it is because that's what drives all of this is the fans. We all know that on social media, and so does Megan. Megan, you know that. 
So being hush about it, I got better things to do. They got my number. They can call me. I don't got to deal with this. I got a life. If I was to dress everything on social media, I would be miserable. All this other mess, you know what You know what time it is, Megan. You already know. You know that these ladies are beefing over you. So why not step in and be like, you know what? Asian Bat is really my friend. She's really my friend. So I'm going to be like, you know what? Hey, Asian Bat are good. There's nothing to beef about. JT and them, hey, y'all got to stop this, right? If it's about you, of course, you can still address things behind the closed doors. As an Aquarius, I get it. But at the same time, you are a celebrity. You're not a regular person anymore. You have a responsibility to, to I, I mean, let me continue, y'all. When Asian got in her accident, I hopped right on the plane to come see her. When she go through shit, I'm on her line. I don't like putting my personal life on the internet because it's personal to me, to you. But if you know, this is that whole thing with, with Tori, you know, allegedly shooting her. She didn't want to say anything, but she got mad at fans assuming things because she was out clubbing and partying on a foot that she was, that was shot at, that was shot in. Like, hey girl with future, like girl, you <sighs> I'm trying so hard to really not just like completely give up on Megan, but it, she's really irking me, y'all. I never thought I would ever say that, but she really is. You know what, what time it is, but yet you act delusional whenever it's time to address things. You, you throw a rock, you hide your hand. You took the girl off your track, you put the city girls on your track, and now you're going to act like, oh, what? I don't understand. I'm not going to. No. Listen, the moment that Asian posted her verse, you should have been like, you know what? Let me let me give my side of things and say we're cool still. That would have deaded everything. JT wouldn't have had any words for this girl if you would have did that because that's who is fighting over you. She's fight, JT's fighting over you. She wouldn't have said anything. What could she say? Then Asian responded, speaking to their relationship and the expectation she had due to their friendship. We was real friends. Fuck rap. You should have said something yesterday and clear shit up. But no, you let that hoe get in your ear and you don't even know that hoe. Meg responded, Asian, you know me better than that. You know I don't even like all this internet shit. You blow shit out of proportion because you're a fucking hothead. How? How? The girl just simply posted her verse that you took her off of. She didn't even have beef with you, Meg. She didn't have beef with She didn't even dish you for that. She simply said, okay, well, you want to take my thing off? Let me post it. That's it. And she's a hothead for that. She then continues on to say, Megan says, you played the song on live. That was that. What do I need to clear up? This is dumb. What you need to clear up is controlling that little rat JT of yours that is on a leash defending you. And then you want to put heart emoji on her live, on JT's live after the fact of this. Like this is, this is what I'm talking about. I know Aquarians like her. I know Aquarians that are shady as hell and are trifling. You either get the really good side of Aquarius or you're going to get the horrible side of an Aquarian. I know that. I've lost a friend over, I lost an Aquarian friends over petty things like that. You know what I mean? Say what it is. But she's also young and new to the industry like this and she don't know how to handle it. Just say that. We got each other number, red light. I don't have to say nothing to nobody on an app. You're saying it something now though. You're saying something now. You called her a fucking hothead on, online, Meg. What is that? Hmm? Asian Debrat responded, loyalty at its finest. She took a jet to support me. I'll never forget. I was down on my deathbed and she's the only person calling me, making me laugh. 
Wow, that was August 18, 2020. Hmm. <sighs> Asian defendant Megan, uh, following her shooting incident, with, um, involved Tory, um, the Shorty Lanes as well. Hopefully, both women can reconcile <laughs> after this misunderstanding. Maybe. I believe uh, Asian Nebraska Sagittarius and Magnus Islands of Aquarius. We'll see how that fucking goes. But, you know, this is what comes with it, people. The the music, and this is exactly why I would not work in the music industry. People always tell me, oh, you have a great ear for music. You should be AR, uh, all this other stuff. I'm like, listen, I don't have the time for it. These artists are on something else. You know what I'm saying? They, they, they really are. I don't. Hmm. I don't know. It's just too much drama. The girls are fighting. <laughs> the girls are fighting. It just doesn't make sense that these ladies can't just let things be. Everybody, you know. Asian, um, Asian Debrat, she's an independent artist. She ain't got to worry about none of this stuff. That's true T though. She's right. She said, I'm an independent artist. I ain't got a cap. I've always been pretty. I'm, I don't have any insecurities. Granted, she got her body done, but she's still a pretty girl in the face. JT, on the other hand, has to get her body done after she's been bullied and still having to defend her prettiness. That's there, right? JT, to me, is a, you know, average pretty girl. When she put her makeup on, she's even more prettier. That's it. But her mouth, it takes away like five points. And it brings you back down to a regular average girl in the hood. Because you are. Just with money and some capital gain. That's it. But other than that, I, I would never hold her up to a standard of a Sierra Whack, for an example. The city girls are not it. And, and uh, young Miami, you're a mom. You're a new mom. And you over here trying to fight JT's battle on the street? Over what? That's what I'm saying. Just, just ghetto. None of this shit should be praised. This is not cute at all. Y'all too old for this. I don't get it. I'm, I'm, I'm just, <laughs> I'm disgusted. Ooh. Let's get into my girl, Cupcake versus Suki. <laughs> when I tell y'all I was gasping throughout the entire diss track that Cupcake gave Suki, and it was well-deserving. Cupcake has a phenomenal way of um, writing her words when she's talking about all different types of things. She's very vulgar. Just so y'all know, for those who don't listen to Cupcake's music, she's very vulgar, but she's a great writer. Like the way she writes and plays with her words is phenomenal. It, it really is. You can't fault the girl, even though she's very promiscuous in the way that she is with her very vulgar. She's straight out vulgar, but she's funny with her words. And I have to respect it because she she knows who she is, right? If you're an artist and you know who you are, no matter what, um, what you do, you know, if you're confident in what you do and you believe in yourself, other people will believe in yourself. And that's just that from one person to another person that's in the entertainment industry. 
if you are confident in what you're doing, people will pick up on it just like that. And they will appreciate it because you're true to who you are. You're not trying to be anybody else. And nobody's like Cupcake in the the rap industry. Her pen is lethal. Off bat. If anyone, I would say that's lethal with their pen, besides Nicki Minaj, Cupcake is right behind her. That's my opinion, though. She has a lot of potential. And she's independent. So she's making money. Money ain't a thing for her. And I remember when I had a Twitter account, Cupcake would literally donate money, like give it out to people like that, that were homeless, that needed a place to stay, that needed food. She would put people in hotels that were kicked out because they came out to their parents as being gay. She's a part of the community, the gay, uh, LGBTQ community. And she's been a part of that community for a while. Not saying that she's gay, but she's actually supports her fans directly. And I've seen it. I've seen people thanking her for, you know, being put into a hotel for like a few days until they figure things out and where they're going to go next. Like she, she would literally volunteer and be like, who needs help? I got you. That's what I love about Cupcake. I love that girl for that. I would never, you know, Cupcake and Azalea Banks, they get hell for being who they are, but nobody gets on the city girls because they got fake boobs and all this other stuff and fake butts. And they have that image that is glorified on social media. But if you're a girl, the shape of Cupcake or Azalea Banks, a, a darker skin complexion girl that, you know, have braces and, you know, whatever, they go in on them. But they will upraise these other girls, though. And I'm sorry, I'm here, to, I'm here to do the opposite. I'm the opposite of all that. All that noise on Instagram... I'm not with it. Y'all know that. I'm a different breed when it comes to Instagram. (laughs) I don't care what nobody says. I go against the grain. I go against the popularity. I go against the votes. And I'm here for the truth. And that's why people keep coming back to my page. People don't agree with everything I say, but they respect it. Because they know where I'm coming from. So, let's get into um, Cupcake and Suki's beef. Here we go. So, according to Complex.com, Cupcake comes for Sukiyana on new diss track, The Gag Is. Sukiyana, for those who don't know, is a female rap artist. She appeared on Love and Hip Hop, Miami edition. And um, she's very known for doing outrageous things. She tattooed the side of her face. Um, She has an OnlyFans page. She also has three kids and a, a fiance who supports her OnlyFans page. She also gives oral sex to her fiance on this um, OnlyFans page and has actually vomited from sucking her fiance's D. Sorry for the explicit content that I'm describing here right now, but that's what she's known for and more, okay? So just to give you an idea of who this lady is, all right. It looks like Atlanta rapper. Oh, wait, so she from Atlanta because she was on... Miami, uh, whatever. Maybe she's from Atlanta. But anyway, it looks like Atlanta uh, rapper Sukiyana has become the first res- to respond to Cupcake's record, How to Rob Remix, which the Chicago native released on Wednesday. By the way, um, Cupcake, the rapper, she released a diss and, um, well, yeah, she released a diss and she went after a lot of female rap artists <laughs> that, you know, are popping right now, as you want to call it. But anyways, 
Suki fired back the following day with Rob Who. That's the name of the title of the song. And now Cupcake has already uh, readied her response with the gag is. I love how she plays on her words. <laughs> Y'all just heard what I just said, that Suki literally vomited on camera from, how can I put this? Uh, giving oral sex to her fiance. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know what woman her right mind would put that on the internet, but that, that is who she is. Right. So the gag is the, the, gagging, you know, from giving oral pleasure, you know, you get what I'm saying. Y'all know, if, I hope if you're listening to this, I hope you're an adult, <laughs> um, to understand what that means. So y'all know the saying, uh, the gag is from Kiki Palmer, but the gag is she played with her words. Anyways, I'm moving on. That was enough. Um, on the latest song, Cupcake Slam Suki, and she says uh, the following. <laughs> you got a whole man with an OnlyFans. Bitch, that don't add up. Cupcake raps, terrorizing Suki about everything from surgery to her lyrics and her children. You spoke on my mother, so I spoke on your kids. Family is family. Fuck them bastards. Cupcake tweeted on Friday, the same day she released The Gag Is. All right. December 18, 2020 at 12.09 p.m. That's exactly what she tweeted on her, on her account. Sukiyana also took to Twitter following the release of Rob Who, where she tried to make light of the situation writing, what I'm playing too is rap, right? In response to a fan. Okay. Suki also tweeted, and that's how you clear a bitch. Ah, you know what can clear? I'm sorry. Listen here. Nobody can clear cupcake besides Nikki herself, and that's a fact. I'm that I'm a, I'm 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 gonna put that out there. <laughs> it's true. Sukiyana don't got no nothing because cupcake been in this industry for a, a while. She's young, but she's been on YouTube and SoundCloud and Twitter, blowing things up. You know, like she was where Doja Cat was, but a little bit elevated. Like Doja Cat and um, Cupcake pretty much came out around the same time with how daring they were based upon their lyrical content and how different they were original, right? So once uh, co-signed by Cardi B, Suki released her debut um, album project, Wolf Pussy in September. <laughs> she also recently received her second endorsement in the way of a feature on Rico Nasty's Smack a Bitch remix, which appeared on Rico's debut album, Nightmare Vacation. On the original disc record, How to Rob Remix, Cupcake took aim at a number of raps heavy hitters, including Cardi, Magna Stallion, DaBaby, Little Baby, Lizzo, Migos, Doja Cat, Little Dirk, Chief Keep, City Girls, and more. So, um, I'm going to play The Gag Is by Cupcake. Just, just you know, so people can have an understanding of what's going on, right? All right. There we go. Psych! I 
said what the fuck I said and I don't give a fuck about who like it. Fuck around, call this whole joke cause every time I see her she biting. I should hit her with a copyright, smack her in the face, Mike Tyson. Ah! Bitch and drove down a wrong road but I'm praying that you got license. This is your fucking hearse. I'm gonna straight business like tuck your shirt. This ain't what I thought that you meant when you slide in my deal like can I get a fucking verse? And I keep receipts. You soft and sad like a racy piece and we can't link cause you're a KBT. Chop a sleeper bitch, pick a nap, sound like bitch. I don't like B2Bs. Stealing all bitches like yeah I stole it. This is they give me my Listen, y'all, and my bird Simone voice, baby. Oh, and my rolling, <laughs> my rolling Ray voice is nothing. Purr. <laughs> Let's give it up for Cupcake. That's not even, I didn't even play the whole thing, but I had to stop right there because listen, she, she, she brought up her three children. And she said, it's, it's equal. You bring, up, you bring up my mother, I'm going to bring up your children. Right? So, I mean, you got three kids. You acting like this on social media. So it's easy for me to put you in your place. It, it, there's nothing you can say to excuse the fact that you got three kids. You over here sucking D, your, your fiance's D on social media for money. But yet you're this hot chick that's rapping and got everything. But why are you on OnlyFans publicly putting videos out of you having sexual relations with your fiance when you got three kids three young kids cupcake ain't got no kids she's young she's thriving she's independent you what what else can you come what, what else can you do besides come for her body i, I mean <laughs> you should have left her alone suki you should have left her alone you know, I mean, this is what I, this is, this is why I'm here. When I think of female rap battles, this is what I'm here for. Shame. You, you can't throw a rock and then be like, oh no, the rock that you threw back is too big. Nope. You started it. So I'm gonna finish it. That's the energy I like. That's what it's about. You can't tell nobody how to react when, when someone else started it. You can't do that. Uh, Sukiana came back with another diss track, which is, you know, I'm not even going to play it because at the end of the day, that's it. Like, I'm not, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be biased, but Hey, it is what it is. Cupcake, um, came forward and she said, there's no rematches in rap. That's true. When your first track is whack, take the loss and go perfect your pen. But I do give you E for effort, respectfully. Who's next? <laughs> See what I mean? Like, when it came to Remy Ma and Nicki Minaj, that was it. Like, Remy Ma, girl, you know, eh. 
And that was it. You had your you had your moment, and Nicki Minaj was like, "All right, that's over." The point is, if you're gonna come for somebody, it better be your best work ever. You can't have no rematches when you've been dissed to its full completion. You cannot come back and be like, "All right, now I got something better." Nope, that's it. It's a wrap. That's how rap battling goes. But Zukiyan is pretty, you know I mean, pretty much clear that. She don't know how the industry works when it comes to that part of the, the rap music industry. When it comes to rap battle, it's different than mainstream. It really is. So, hey, the final, she said, the final nail in her coffin. Now moving on, Popeye has chicken for dinner, anybody, I'll pay. See what I mean? She's still continuing on giving people food, housing, you name it. She's like, I'm going back to my charity cause for my fans. So what's good, y'all? Who wants Popeye's chicken for dinner tonight? <laughs> How can you not like this girl? <laughs> How can you not? Oh my God. Oh my God. So January 3rd, 2020, Suki tweeted, if you a female rapper and don't like cupcake, it's because your head is trash at this point. I, ooh, wee. And that's a, oh, Suki, you lost. You took the biggest L this year when it comes to female rap battle, period. You, 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 you're worse off than Remy Ma is. When it came to Nikki and um, Remy Beef, she took a screenshot. Cupcake posted that. She posted on December 18th on her Twitter account at 7.01 p.m a screenshot of Suki praising her. So I guess Suki got trash head, which is exactly what Cupcake battled her on. Throw it up, throw it up. Watch it all fall out. <laughs> I am gasping. Oh my God. Mm, mm, mm. Oof. Ooh, I know Dream Doll, Dream Doll ain't about that life. Flo Millie, Flo, Flo Millie, I love me some Flo Millie, but she still ain't about that life. She's not up to that part. Mulatto, pff, bye. G Herbo, you want to get locked up. Chief Keef, wait, where, where your kids at? Um, City Girls, I already dressed them. Ain't nothing on them. They don't even write their own stuff most of the time, their hits. Lil Durk, mm. Sukiana, done. Doja Cat, bye. Young M.A., Probably. Tory Lanez, you still hiding in Canada, sir? Saw the baby? Bye. Wiz Khalifa? Eh. Megan Thee Stallion? You still can't. You dealing with your own issues. Lil' Kim? Girl, bye. You still, you you just now getting a decent lace front. And I love me some Lil' Kim, but you just now getting a decent lace front. Um, Lizzo, you got your own issues to worry about. 6 9 are you still hiding, sis? What's your colorful rainbow here? Where you at? Where you at? Where you at? Lil' baby? Nah. The baby, you over here dealing with baby mama drama and a side chick and another girl that doesn't know who the fuck she is about her own identity as a black woman. Uh, Cardi B, get the fuck night. Get, nah. So this is what I'm saying. Who's after Cupcake right now? If Nicki Minaj ain't coming out to address these other girls, her sons fighting, there's no way anybody is in competition with um, Cupcake. And that's a fact. And she knows that. <laughs> I'm done. Moving along to the next topic. <laughs> throw it up, throw it up. <laughs> oh my gosh. She finished her. Finish her. Literally. All right. <laughs> Let me stop. 
And we're going to talk about Whitney Houston's uh, upcoming biopic, right? I, I briefly talked about this on my Instagram story and how I felt about it. I wasn't here for it. A lot of people aren't, actually. Not just Black Americans, but even, you know, my fellow allies um, across the pond in Britain. I have friends that live in London, and we, we talked about this. And yeah, Whitney Houston is being disrespected again. You know, I, I don't know who gave the green light for a movie to be made about Whitney Houston's life and all this other stuff today. You know, let me just get into it. So according to the hollywoodreporter.com, Whitney Houston biopic finds its star in Naomi Aki exclusive. Here we go. So, okay. Stella Mickey will direct I Want to Dance with Somebody for Sony's TriStar label with backing from the Whitney Houston estate and music producer Clive Davis. After a worldwide search, why is it, why do we need a worldwide search? All we need is someone straight from America that's a black American to play her. That's it. I don't know why you need to do a worldwide search for a black American who's an icon that's internationally known. <laughs> when you could just go around the corner, right? You don't need to go around the world to find someone to play Whitney Houston. But I digress. The British actress who had a pivotal role in Star Wars and Star Wars. Sorry, my accent, y'all. <laughs> Star, Wars, Star Wars, Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> this is so crazy how trippy this is for me. <laughs> is in negotiations um, for the feature from Sony and its TriStar, TriStar division, which has set the movie for a Thanksgiving 2022 release. Oh, 2022? Okay. Two years from now, pretty much. I mean, um, Anthony McCartan, who wrote Queen biopic Bohemian Rhapsody, who had a horrible um, way of editing. That was the worst film I've seen when it comes to editing, by the way. Penned the screenplay. While Stella McGee, who was behind the Issa Rae romance, the photograph is set to direct. This all makes sense now. You put Issa Rae in that bitch? Oh, yes. This makes sense. Okay. All connected now for me. <laughs> we spent the better part of the last year in an ex uh, exhaustive search for an actress who can embody Whitney Houston. Like, what? Are you kidding me? Nobody knows who's, who you are. By the way, nobody, even people that typically will argue with me about how British actresses and actors should come to America and be able to play roles of black Americans, even historical figures should be able to play just because there's no acting, uh, acting roles back in Britain or London to give opportunities for black British people. So they come to America and they have the right to just take over roles of actual black American actresses that have the, the actual training to play their own people, such as Martin Luther King Jr., Fred Hampton, Harriet Tubman, uh, the Underground Railroad, etc. right? So, <laughs> said Mickey, Naomi Aki impressed us at every stage of the process. 
I was moved by her ability to capture the stage presence of a global icon while bringing humanity to her interior life. Global icon, yes. But let's not forget, Winnie Houston is from New Jersey, people. Winnie Houston was first an American star before she was internationally known. Winnie Houston grew up in the church. She sung in a choir. No one knew who she was internationally before that. So I'm not understanding how you just skip over that part. That's the thing about Hollywood, white Hollywood. They like to pick and choose what part of a, a well-known idol or icon, that's ADOS, and, and choose and pick what part of their life mattered that will sell to the, to the white audience, to the international aspect of sales, what sells, and they just capitalize off of that. What about her upbringing? That's what people really need to know. You know what I mean? People that weren't, aren't from here, that aren't black Americans, don't know that life experience being in her, not just demographic, her age group, her background, the gospel, you name it. That is black American culture. And you cannot have someone trying to, how can I say this? Put on a caricature of it. It's, it's from the heart. It's from the soul, right? Houston, who earned six Grammys over her expansive career, is one of the best-known recording artists of all time, selling more than 200 million records worldwide with his songs that include Same Well, My Love For You, How Will I Know, and I Want to Dance With Somebody. She made her acting debut in the 1992 blockbuster hit, The Bodyguard, recording six songs for the film's soundtrack, including I Will Always Love You. She died in 2012 at 48 years old. Pat Houston will produce the movie on behalf of the Whitney Houston estate, along with the music producer Clive Davis and McCartan uh, through his Muse of Fire Productions and Larry Mestel for Primary Wave Music, which is a partner of the Whitney Houston's estate. Dennis O'Sullivan and Jeff Caligari, if I'm saying his name wrong, oh well, will produce the finance for compelling pictures. You know what? Pat Houston ain't shit, but we all know that. All money grabs. This is a money grab, y'all. A money grab. So disrespectful. Pat Houston, you ain't shit. Moving along, Nicole Brown, uh, Sherry Sh uh, Shirazi, and Brittany Morrissey will oversee the project for TriStar Pictures. With the backing of Houston's estate and Davis, the movie will use the singer's catalog, including her vocals. Ain't that a fucking goddamn shame? Mother Whitney can't rest in her grave to save her fucking life that is not even fucking here. Said Davis, Naomi Aki's screen test was so powerful it sent uh, shivers up my spine. Although Whitney's in, um, comparable vocals are used for all the songs, Naomi's extraordinary acting range enables her to masterfully capture Whitney's unique charm, star power, and of course, her personal struggles. Naomi is a real deal, and I can't imagine a better choice for this iconic role. You know a better iconic, uh, better iconic role that can be given to someone else to portray Whitney Houston? Natural fucking black American. For once, you know? But I'm, that's all I'm saying. For once. That's, that's it. All Whitney fans have an appetite for perfection when it comes to Whitney and her legacy. And this ain't it. This ain't it. This is not it. Continuing, 
To transform someone into a, a matchless icon is virtually impossible, but with careful consideration, Naomi Aki was selected based on her quality performances and her deep commitment to emerging into the woman that we all love. We look forward to taking this journey with her. This is by far the biggest role to date for Aki, who was introduced to the worldwide audiences in the last Star Wars feature, The Rise of Skywalker. She can currently be seen in Steve McQueen's Amazon and um, anthology film series, Small Axe. With previous credits, including indie standout Lady Macbeth in Netflix series The End of the Fucking World, the latter of which earned the actresses a BAFTA award. Here, this, again, this is a money grab. This is not genuinity. This is a money grab. This is not according to exactly who Whitney Houston is and her background. This is, this is a mess. Aki, who will next lead... Heist musical, The Score, is repped by CAA, the UK's Hamilton Hodel, Range Media, and Peacock Mahan. See what I'm saying? <laughs> and guess what? Black Americans aren't supporting this shit. A lot of people are fucking pissed. I hope this shit flops. You already know how I feel about this uh, <laughs> um, in regards to white Hollywood literally pushing black American actresses out and um, actors as well of portraying their own identity and their own history and their own people and their own history of, of what we know to be. Why do you have to keep outsourcing when we have people right here? Because it's easy, you know? It's, it's easy to, to keep grabbing. This is a pattern. I, I told y'all this for over a year now. For those that follow me on Instagram, I've been saying that there's an actual agenda to erase black American culture and cinema by having people that aren't even us, don't know shit about us, but because they can practice, because they can practice and, 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 you know, watch a few clips of Whitney Houston and, and I'm a great trained actress. I can pretend to be this part. No, no, we're tired. We are done. And I'm I'm just over this shit. Reclamation needs to happen. We got to take back our things in Hollywood or else we're not going to have anything, right? Anglophilia is real. Let me say that. Anglophilia is real here in America when it comes to Hollywood. What is that you say? What is what is anglophilia? An Anglophilia is a person who admires England, its people, its culture, and the English language. Though Anglophilia is a strict sense refers to an affinity for England, it is sometimes used to refer to an affinity for the United Kingdom as a whole, including Scotland, Wales, and Northern Ireland. It's a it's an admiration. The new Anglophilia, why the US is going wild for English accents and culture especially when it comes to black American culture. Oh, here we go. Black is black. Black is black. All black is black. Only when it comes to black American culture, though. I told y'all this before. Only when it comes to ADOS. Only when it comes to our shit, everyone is black. But when it comes to anyone else's culture amongst the black diaspora, black Americans, nah, y'all gotta sit back. Y'all gotta chill. This is not y'all shit. But whenever it comes to us, it's a grab ball for everybody in the diaspora to come here, capitalize, Erase our shit, step on us, step over us, and gain profit. You want to know why? Who the hell wants to see actual descendants of slavery being played on the roles of their actual people? That guilt will eat them the fuck alive. I promise you that. 
because we know who we are. This is our shit. This is our culture. No one knows it better than we do. Not even white Americans. So white Americans in Hollywood have the right to tell us that y'all can't play yourselves because we got the money and the funds to erase y'all shit and not hire y'all. We decide, we call the shots. No, 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 no. That, that is, that is what I call the most disrespectful way of making sure our history is not being told correctly. The capital gain off of profiting of our history by hiring other people that is not us just because they have the same melanin as us is disgusting. And I'm tired of it. We're not supporting none of this shit. None of it. And if I hear another person saying black is black, not only am I going to have to present all the facts of how they're ignorant and wrong and disrespectful, but I'm going to suggest them books. I'm going to give them links. I'm going to give them articles. I'm going to, I'm going to run that list down with ease because at this point it's like in the back of my brain at this point, I don't even have to go online and search what my thoughts are of how I should approach this situation at this point. It is disrespectful. And people are going to be like, oh, well, her mother ain't got no, her mother don't have a problem. Her state don't got, of course they don't. Money is money. It don't matter. Whitney Houston's body and legend, uh, in her legendary has been disrespected since she has passed away. Right. We don't care about her family. Her family has disrespected her legacy since she has passed away. Her mom ain't shit. And we've been saying this for years. <laughs> I, I don't even know what more to say, you guys, after this. I, I don't. I don't know what more to say. Whitney Houston, the Whitney Houston, is being played by a Brit. I don't give a fuck how great of an actress she is. She don't even look like her. Nobody even knows who the fuck she is. But yeah, you chose her. Really? Really? <laughs> you know, and this is exactly why I want to have my own film production company. And I, I, I'm praying to God one day before I turn 35, it, it becomes huge. That way I can make sure that my people can have access and the, and the, the rights and the, and you know, the leadership of hiring other people in our group to portray our own people. Because this is blatant. This is, no one can argue with me. I promise you. I wish for someone to argue with me how blatant this shit is disrespectful. No one, no one's going to argue it. Because this is, how many people, right? An American descendant of chattel slavery have been portrayed by someone else that's not even us. I don't, I'm, I'm anti-pan-Africanism. I'm anti-feminism. I'm anti all this bullshit rhetoric that erases other people's identity just for the sake of uplifting someone else. I am not for it. You want to talk about equality? Let's talk about it then. The moment you talk about equality, you're divisive. How does that work? Hmm? How does that work? The moment you talk about equality and giving your and, and having people gain equal opportunity to portray their own people is divisive. 
We talk about feminism, which is supposed to be about equality, but it's really not. It's actually the opposite. That's a white, um, that's a white woman thing. That's not, I don't know why black women consider themselves feminists. I'm sorry. That's my opinion though. There's no such thing. The point is equality, isn't it? But you can't trash black men in the process of talking about black femininity. It doesn't make sense. When black men are the majority locked up in this country, when black men are majority that are facing police brutality and killed in the street, it doesn't make sense. Black lives matter. Fuck them. Fuck the organization. Black lives do matter, but I don't fuck with the organization. Because already, it's been called out. I've been called it out. They're stealing money. <laughs> black Lives Matter for, is for everyone besides black people. So, no. 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 I'm not for it. And I never will be. And that's that. Moving along. I'm just going to, you know, wrap this up um, by saying, you know, we can't live on the corner of make-believe boulevard and delu uh, delusional street, okay? <laughs> stop, stop acting like people don't know what the fuck they're talking about when they're talking about their own culture, especially when it comes to us black Americans. I'm tired of being gaslighted. I'm tired of people projecting their own fucking insecurities about their own shit. I'm tired of people not acknowledging what is going on because that means you have to take accountability, right? That, that's what happens when you deflect is you have to then take accountability of what exactly is happening. People don't want to give you that right to, for you to own what is yours. Is that not practicing white supremacy? Especially when it comes to black Americans. Is that not practicing white supremacy? Listen, my life is meant to taste good. Let me, let me start there. My life is meant to taste good because my people, my ancestry did all the work for that to happen. My life is sweet no matter how much I struggle because I'm here. And that is a fact. Like my friend Davis said, politics is the consequences of our behavior. Science has become the enemy for the black community here in America. And it has. Look at the vaccination uh, epidemic. Look what's going on in the news. Look around you. Hmm? <laughs> like I said on my Instagram story, if it ain't about reparations and a transformative black agenda, no black organization will benefit black Americans directly. And that's a black American as bottom line. I'm talking about the Black Lives Matter organization as well. Hmm? Strength cannot be protected at this point. Like, if we are strong so often and yet want protection, please explain how we're going to get it. Hmm? I don't own anyone in understanding besides my own people. So all this tone policing, oh, you know, when you talk about this, you know, uh, immigration and all this other stuff, the black dash, blah, 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 blah. I don't give two hoots. This is not a Mickey Mouse program. <laughs> Ain't nothing funny. There's no games. This is serious. I'm going to keep stressing it. All right? I I'm not understanding 
What is going on? At this point, wearing our struggle as a badge of honor doesn't grant us understanding from the world, clearly, because we're still being disrespected by others. So I would love for someone to inform me on how we can fix this. If we're, all, if we're always being silenced, if we're always being told that we're being dramatic and we should share our toys. How dare you complain that you're not getting what's rightfully owed. This is a mess. This is exactly why I felt the type of way about B. Simone trying to uplift another person with a different ethnicity than hers because she feels some type of way on a public forum. Get some therapy, sis. Because everybody's watching. Hmm? Everybody. And it's going to give them the right to feel the same way that you do. Because if they're a fan of yours, they're going to be like, oh, yeah, I agree with her. I, I'm just exhausted. I'm, I'm tired out. <laughs> um, there was an article written um, on LA Times about Barack Obama and Kamala Harris, like, if they were American descendants of slavery, would people feel the same way about them since they're um, children of immigrants, right? Most likely the answer is no. American descendants of slavery, Black Americans, aka African Americans, we're the most disrespected group in this country, yet we're the most American out of anybody besides Native Americans. I promise you that. Not just promise you, it's a fact. I don't give a fuck about your feelings about it. It's a fact. So why are we the most disrespected? Not just by people here, but everybody else in, in the world. But yet we're the most praised. It doesn't add up. Make it make sense. It, it won't. And it never will. And so people can fucking get out of their blinds, from behind their blinds, and realize that we are the blueprint. Period. So on that note, I, I, I've said what I had to say for today. Um, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what else is going to take y'all. You know, I really, I really don't. It is very much giving me, you know, uh, fuck y'all feelings. Fuck y'all ethnicity. And y'all don't matter. Y'all really don't. So I'm going to check out Ma Rainey's Black Bottom on Netflix. Um, featuring Chadwick Boseman, Viola Davis. You know. Um, I heard really good reviews about it. And I can't wait to talk about it. I probably might talk about it on my next episode. I'm glad to see that actual Black Americans are playing a Black American. Um such as uh, Viola Davis playing Ma um, Rainey. And that's it, y'all. I said what I need to say. I hope you guys have a safe week. I'll talk to you guys next week. And yeah, be careful out here. Have a safe holiday. Merry Christmas. And um, I'll hear from you guys before the New Year's. So take care, y'all. Protect yourself and peace, love, and happiness. Bye.